Good morning, listeners, and thank you for tuning back into Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, here today with Max O'Brien, and today is day 185 since we came back on the air. Yesterday was the first truly sunny day in a while, and we're feeling the effects of spring and the promise of summer to follow. And by feeling it, Dr. Clark means really feeling it, because in our excitement to enjoy the sun, I happen to forget that we don't have a little miracle thing called sunscreen. Unfortunately, Max has a little bit of sunburn across his nose and cheeks today. I'm glad it wasn't quite warm enough to wear a t-shirt because I might have ended up with worse if I wasn't covered up with long sleeves. So we both thought that it would be a good idea to talk about sun protection as we head into warmer weather. First, if you have access to sunblock or sunscreen, please use it. They are meant to be good for three years after purchase, so any bottles you find in a store should still be fine. If you found some old sunscreen in someone's house, an expiration date should be printed on the bottle for you to check. Which is great news for us because as far as sun protection goes, there's really nothing better than good old sunblock. I've been looking through books we brought back from the botany lab, and even though there are some plants that might have protective properties, before the outbreak, nothing was really tested enough to truly be recommended. Uh, For curiosity's sake, what plants are those? Golden serpent fern is a plant that grows wild in Georgia and Florida that scientists found might extend your exposure time before burning. In the study, participants were given an oral dose of the herb extract, but the book hasn't provided any specifics on how that extract was made for the study. So if you're interested in trying it, I don't have any recommendations about how to go about it. And I'd still like to encourage you to go for a traditional sunscreen or sunblock. Whoa, whoa. Is there a difference between the two? I thought those were synonyms. Well, that's kind of true and kind of not true. Because sunblock and sunscreen are often used to refer to the same products, for all intents and purposes, they are the same. But traditionally, if you're going to differentiate, a sunblock would contain a mineral that refracts UV light, usually zinc oxide and uh, titanium oxide. Sunblock is opaque. Think about the white stuff smeared on lifeguards' noses. Gotcha. I always wondered why they wouldn't have just rubbed it in to make it absorb. Sunscreen is what you can spread over the skin in such a way that it visually disappears. It contains a chemical protectant that absorbs UV light before it can reach the skin underneath. Most sunscreens today are a mixture of both traditional sunblock and sunscreen, meaning they contain both protectant minerals and chemicals. All right, so back to the plants. Was there anything else mentioned in your research? Ancient Egyptians used rice and jasmine extracts. I haven't found any modern studies about their effectiveness, but both of those ingredients are used in skincare today. So, really, you can't endorse any do-it-yourself sunscreens at this point in time? I'm so out of my element here. I'm a scientist, but not a dermatologist or an expert on UV light. I'm not even a chemist. All I can go on is the information I found in my research which points me, once again, back to traditional sunscreen. Let that be a kick in the pants, listeners. Find some sunscreen. Anything put on the shelves around the time of the outbreak should be good for another two years, so stock up. Hopefully we'll have some things back to normal before those expiration dates hit. I'd also like to encourage people to simply cover up, find a hat, wear long sleeves, and higher necklines. Even when sunscreen was easily accessible, too often people would forget to reapply or apply at all resulting in skin damage and a higher risk of cancer. Oh, that's a great point, Dr. Clark. I'm going to make it my mission to find hats for all of us on our next run. I already have a nice straw hat that I collected last summer before we came back on the air, remember? Yes, I remember. But if we're going to be all outside together this summer, 
I'm thinking that we should have matching hats to, you know, really unite us as a team. It sounds like you have something specific in mind. I'm picturing sombreros. <laughs> At least they have nice wide brims. And usually sparkles. That sounds like something Agnes would be excited about. Oh, well, never mind then. Any last words of advice to our listeners before we sign off? Uh, buy low, sell high, never look a gift horse in the mouth, let sleeping dogs lie. Anything related to protecting themselves from the sun? Do it. Good enough. For Max O'Brien, I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark signing off. Thank you for tuning in to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. We'll be back tomorrow. Take care of your skin, and as always, take care of each other. <laughs>